On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Heath Oaks is a millennial mogul whose ignorance on fire led him to fail his way to success. Jenny Anchando is an Emmy award-winning journalist whose sharp eye and biting wit have led to her storied career in television. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only an odd couple with a dash of perfect opposite can. So kick back, relax, and join the conversation. This is Second Shot with your hosts, Heath and Jenny. This could be the most interesting um, episode there is whenever you've got um, Jenny and I both are over here coughing, hacking, stopped up, the whole nine yards. I mean, like, well, like if we can make it through these episodes without coughing our lungs up, then it'll be a miracle. Tis the season for back to school parents. From what I understand, yes. this is like the, the rite of passage when your kids start a school program is that they get a little sniffle, you get a little sniffle. So was Brighton uh, patient zero in your house? Is that where that came We was? do believe she was, and we've been keeping eyes out for suspect number one at her school. Yeah. <laughs> and th- so this is Jenny and I's first go around with this whole going to school thing, so we're just now getting used to Our immune systems have not gotten to that level yet of of strength. We're not on your level, other parents, but we're trying to bring it. And G- <laughs> we are getting that sickness through. Jenny, know. Zach, and Matt, as always. How's here it in going? House. I should have sat on the far end of the table. And sorry, Zach yeah. and Matt. I know they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We do not have kids. I'm in we the do other not room. want to be yeah. patient zero. Matt's no. got a nice layer of double <laughs> yeah, pane glass between you and them. And yeah. yeah, it's like a zoo exhibit in like here. Like walking here, Matt walks the opposite way and won't even come talk to me. And I'm How like, come? what are you doing? I don't, I don't know if anybody's immune system is ready for the beginning of school, right? Adult or kid. Like, there's True. so many things going in there, so many little diseases and germs and who knows what, like, <laughs> flying around. It's a whole mess. A little bioterrorist, I tell you. Yeah. yeah. That's what's going on. Bioterrorist. <laughs> bioterrorist. That's great. Yeah. Oh, Has anybody man. done anything exciting lately? Um... Jenny, you're going to a conference. You're going to be at a conference for the next couple of days. That'll be fun. Yes, I'm going to San Antonio for the Excellence in Journalism slash National Association of Hispanic Journalists conference, which I try to go to every year. I, I've been going for like, I mean, 14 years. Oh dang! I was just talking to my brother who used to, he he got in on the student projects and was a, an intern for the program. So he's like, oh, say hi to so and so for me and so and so and yeah. Um, yeah, so it's kind of fun, and now I'm the old person at the conference. All right, well, that's that's a down. Don't look at so, your experience is what you are. You I'm, have wisdom. Yeah, I'm the experience. People kneel one. at your altar to learn more. That's what's going on. Yes, let's tell yeah. them that. You can tell people where to park. <laughs> yeah, and where to get their badges, and like you know the whole setup. I'll be curious to hear what people think about the podcast world, sort of yeah. being in the the journalism you know, realm, because I've been trying to, there are a few different, you know, there are a lot of journalistic podcasts, but local news stations that have them. And I keep trying to tell other local news stations, you've got to get into the podcasting world because that's where our audiences are. So Mm. we'll see if I'm met with excitement or resistance. It'll (laughs) happen one year. You'll you'll come in and and you'll say podcast and they'll be like, you're right though. This time you did, yes, yes. this year. (laughs) The past 10 years we've ignored you, but this time we know you're you're on the ball. Matt, Matt, do do y'all still have, y'all been going strong with your meat market in your house, you know? (laughs) Since y'all like it at below freezing. It's been been keeping chilly. Now, luckily, we have here had some 
slightly cooler days. We did have a nice uh, weekend. Uh, I guess it was last weekend where it was down in the 70s for a little while. So we all were actually get the house um, to 55 yeah, degrees we were where able, you like yeah, it. Yeah, we, we were able to uh, <laughs> turn it into uh, our own deep freeze in there and just had ice cream sitting out on the counter and everything was great. And for everybody listening that don't know what we're talking about, go back an episode or two and you can listen. And we were Matt... Um, they like to keep it about sixty-two degrees in their house, so they like yeah. they really I, like they, it cold. That's what we're racking they, about. They is they. a very big word. Right? <laughs> His wife, but yes. <laughs> I'm constantly frozen. It. I'm shivering the entire time. Like that do, do like a bright let it go frozen. You know, that, is that your new sir, shoot, you got suit? You yeah, got Shirt was that from Trunk Club or something? I think it was from Trunk Club. Ooh. Yeah. Trunk Club Slide is a sponsorship. What's going on? Uh, they do. I know. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, they don't sponsor the show, and I no. don't think I get anything for it, but I do think you will get a discount if you use the Trunk Club link from my uh, Instagram bio. Oh, wow. If, okay. you, wanna, if, if you, you want well, hey. to use Heath's stylist. Trunk Club. Yeah. It is a good look. Speaking of Trunk... I don't have a good segue for this one. Our okay. first headline. Yeah. Uh, angry customers pull a gun over sold-out Popeye's chicken sandwiches in Southeast Houston. An armed group of people rushed the door of a Popeye's chicken restaurant in Southeast Houston Monday night demanding chicken sandwiches. Houston police were called to the restaurant just after 9 p.m. Employees told ABC 13 a mob of two women, three men, and a baby were told wow. at the drive-thru <laughs> that the chicken sandwiches were sold out, but that apparently triggered the would-be customers. Uh, one man had a gun, but a restaurant worker was able to lock him out <laughs> all the while the group left the baby inside the vehicle um, oh. police said it was more of an aggravated assault than <laughs> because he was displaying a weapon and threatening employees yeah. so for what it's worth it's laughable but they do point out at the end of this article like this is a very real situation um somebody pulled a, a, a firearm about a chicken sandwich and that's not awesome can i know? just take issue real quick with him including the baby as part of that group of people that assaulted it <laughs> well, the baby yeah. was in the car like I mean, that, that baby was an unwilling participant <laughs> at best <laughs> in that in that attack like if this isn't a texas story i don't know what is you know what i mean guns being pulled with their babies and a popeye's chicken yeah now i'm we i'm pretty sure we told them on one of the last episodes when we did the chick-fil-a versus popeyes that we were going to do it and we still have never done it because well you can't find a chicken not sandwich for lack of <laughs> trying we're and not hardcore enough to pull guns on people right that's what right. we're doing that's where you know and, and i guess we learned that's where we we draw our line mm-hmm. we you know you always want what's that limit <laughs> That's the limit for us. So Brighton and I even went one day after I picked her up from school, and I remember a piece of advice my mom had said. You know, in those these early days, don't try to push them. Don't don't take them to the grocery store after after school. Don't try to do a play date. Take them home. Let them recover. And I I didn't listen that one day, and I went to the drive-through, and it looked like it was probably an hour line. And I was like, okay, no, we're out. We are not oh, trying wow. for this chicken no sandwich. Way. So you didn't even give it a shot. You just said, oh. I'm, no, I'm done. We we did try to favor the sandwich. Mm-hmm. Sorry to our favorite drivers. So now we probably have a zero rating on favor. Oh, probably yeah. nobody's going to ever pick us pick up food for us again because they're yeah. like these jerks are trying to order Popeyes. The chicken sandwich. The chicken sandwich. So second shots on this one. Anybody? Uh, somebody else go first. Okay, I, I got a hot take, well, but I think it's different than yours. So I got I, mine from um, some. I, I posted this on my public Facebook page, and I got the my second shot from. Somebody on there who said, imagine if they took the tenacity that they had with regard to finding a chicken sandwich and put it toward literally any other goal. Anything. Any other goal. Because it does take a certain, I mean, the people who have found it have had to work pretty hard because you've got to look all over town to find the one that actually does have the sandwich and then you've got to wait in the line. So imagine, you know, firearms aside, 
if you took that kind of excitement and joy and you know all this stuff and put it toward your job or your family or your relationship or anything else. And then the other thing I was thinking about too is like a few weeks ago, did these people care about Popeyes? <laughs> no. Um, they did not. And you know, maybe a few of them did. A few of them were yeah, like, so yeah, I've always been about their chicken yeah. sandwich. More than likely did Well, not. I think the chicken yeah, sandwich yeah. is new, isn't it? Uh, this uh, yeah, particular the, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this yeah. particular yeah. one. The How new different one. Yeah, yeah. could it really be? Yeah. Um, and what are the things that we're doing in our lives that we're doing just because everybody else is doing it? And I found myself like, yeah, I want to go find that chicken sandwich. I never even eat fast food. Mm. I don't even like a, a fried chicken sandwich from... I don't know, like a nice restaurant or anything. So, so, so I'm like, wait, I don't care about this. But for a second, I let myself think that I cared about this because everybody else was. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I kind of thought about um, on on the second shot that I had was around like marketing and stuff and how uh-huh. you create um, such a demand for something and how they've done, you know, such a good job at how they announced it with the battle in the Chick-fil-A, which is what really drove oh, really a lot of the market. You know what I mean? That's what got people fired up to going after it. But then if you've got a business or you've got anything, a lot of times when you're trying to get things, if you're trying to sell something, maybe you're in sales trying to sell or you're building a brand, your own content type brand online, sometimes going the opposite route of creating um, such a little availability for something can create a much higher brand. So um, I learned about this. I've never heard of a Birkin bag in my life until my wife. A what? A Birkin bag. A Birkin bag. So lest me educate So you. this Birkin Ooh, bag okay. is one of these that the, the cheapest purse that a Birkin is is like 10 grand. Oh. Th- that's the cheapest purse. It's like a brand? Yeah. Okay. Yes, it's and, Hermes. Okay. And so H E R M E S. They have they have purses of hundred thousand dollars. Okay. All right. But the average purse is probably fifteen twenty grand a purse. Yeah, but it's like like eleven thousand nine hundred to three hundred thousand. Those are yeah. big numbers down here. Yeah. Whoa! Yeah. For a purse. Yeah. Now, here's I don't the thing. have one for oh, the record. Right. Just <laughs> now, if we now, wanted to clarify. You just know of them. Yeah. Here's the sure. kicker with it. If you went to an Hermes store and you said, "I want to buy one of those thirty thousand dollar bags." There's good chance that they go, we don't have any. We sorry, can't sell you one. And they will not let you buy one. Why? They keep such a low of it that where they make the demand so high that because people pay, now it's got a deal that that's why people pay 20 grand because you may go in there and throw down and say, I'll pay 20 grand more and they still won't sell it to you. Oh, I see. You see what I'm saying? They've created such a, they, they, they got a low availability to create a high demand. So sometimes when you're selling something, maybe you're selling yourself, selling your brand or selling a product. Sometimes... You got to tell the people that it may not be that good of a fit and back away. And the more you back away, the more they chase it, the more demand you create, which then will be the whole good experience. And maybe you make higher profit margins on less sales because you create yourself mm-hmm. in much more of a high demand than uh, what there really is. And then that can really do this insurgence at Popeye's is where everybody's waiting in line because they're continually selling out. So they've created a high demand for it. Yeah, that's that's kind of where my second shot was going. Like, you got to realize, because I fell for this. The first Friday this blew up on Twitter, like the first day, that night, like six hours after it went viral and started trending, <laughs> I went to Popeye's and they were out of sandwiches. And the first thing I thought when they told me we're out of sandwiches was, I got played. Uh-huh. Because totally, now I'm in the drive-through to Popeyes. Yes, something else. I can't yeah. get out. You, now I have we to buy something. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> I'm part of a marketing scheme, and I got played. Yeah. And like that, I was frustrated. And like I wasn't obviously frustrated. I wasn't hangry. I yeah. like these people, but like I, you gotta you gotta look at the bigger picture sometimes. Like I get I get getting frustrated and getting angry, but like you gotta step back and realize like you know what. 
I, I got bested today, you know? I, yes. I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't playing my best. I could have done better. I should have thought more. <laughs> it's okay though. Um I always I, I was thinking about it like um okay, so when everyone else is in the line at Popeyes, you go to the place that you actually like that has no line. But that yeah. same thing works in life too. While everyone else is chasing down this thing that everybody thinks that they want, you find out Wait, what do I actually want to do? And you chase that on your own, find success and happiness on your own in a, you know, I don't know, a chicken wrap. Sure. It's then So I would take it around and, and take a look at it and go, you know, if you have a tenacity and a drive for something, take a look at your priorities and are you using that tenacity and that drive toward the priorities that you want or are you having it spread so thin and you're wondering why you may not be achieving something when you're using your tenacity to all kinds of things versus picking your focus what your main goal is and using your tenacity for that and then maybe take a look at if you're selling something or you're building a brand maybe it's time to take a look and and try the pivot of creating a high demand and 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 saying no to a lot more people to Mm -hmm. drive the demand up for you that's not for everybody it doesn't work for anybody but if you're somebody who's been trying the other route and hadn't been going that strong maybe try the other route just like popeyes has done we'll be back in a minute for the second segment of second shot Makes up words, she translates them. Heath and Jenny host more of Second Shot coming up on RNCN. Quick break to tell you about mm, one of my favorite books written by my uh, podcast co host and my husband. So the book is called Ignorance on Fire A Journey of Failing Your Way to Success. So, this is a story of basically my husband's journey from being someone who barely graduated from high school, did not finish college, didn't have any real formal education in the business world, and how he went to become one of the top executives at his company. And it's just, it's just a fun, inspiring story. If you have somebody who is maybe getting ready to start a new school year or starting a new job or something like that, this is just a good inspiration read for them. A lot of my adult friends have enjoyed it too. And I just had to shout him out and tell you guys about the book. So you can get it on Amazon. You just search Ignorance on Fire. Or if you prefer the audio version, he will be reading it to you in his Texas accent. It is on audible.com. Again, just search Ignorance on Fire. Ready? Aim. Fire. Second Shot is back for another round on RNCN. I can almost guarantee you uh-huh. that not a single soul on the planet has a clue of anything about this next headline. Nobody's <laughs> ever heard anything about it. It's pretty much the biggest story of the week if you follow football or live in Dallas, Texas. No, it, no that's big. It's big outside of Dallas and everywhere. I mean, But Dallas is so self-involved that I think it's hard to tell <laughs> if other people do actually care about what we're talking we about. We do love you, all of our Dallas listeners. It's true. There's a lot of you out there. <laughs> I mean, we're like, well, yeah, all the I mean, listeners. We live here. All the yeah. are great. Yeah. yeah. But Dallas, though. No, the, it's fine. So the best thing in the world was the tweet that Dirk... Have y'all seen the tweet Dirk did? Oh, yeah, about this? yeah, so, yeah. I no, retweeted so, it. So Dirk had a tweet that um, when he landed... Dirk Nowinski, who's basketball player for the Mavericks, in case mm-hmm. y'all that don't know, was flying in, in, the, air, in the airport... And when he was coming out, there was a bunch of reporters and everything everywhere. So he tweeted, he goes, man, he goes, I get off the airplane, there's a bunch of reporters. And I was like, man, I still got it. And he goes, and I realized they were all waiting on Ezekiel Elliott. (laughs) (laughs) So if you don't know the story that we're talking about right now, it's that, um, that big contract 
that Zeke just got. Big contract. Big contract. Big contract. For a running back especially. Yes. I mean. <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott agrees to a six-year, $90 million contract extension. The Dallas nightmare is over. This article starts, Ezekiel Elliott has a new massive contract extension that will keep him wearing the Cowboys star for years to come. The NFL Network reported Wednesday that the Cowboys and Elliott have agreed to a six-year, $90 million extension, per sources informed of the deal. In all, it's $103 million over eight, eight years with $50 million guaranteed. This makes him the top-paid running back in the league. He's also the first Cowboy to eclipse $100 million in total value. This is following the, the news of Ezekiel Elliott dealing with the Cowboys that ebbed and flowed like the moon and the tide. All right, It went back and forth. Like, is he or isn't he? Will they or won't they? Uh, and, and coming up on this, finally deciding they were going to sign him, Jerry Jones said, Zeke has been an, an, arguably our best player. I'm not trying to be unfair to anybody else, but he's an incremental part to our success. We're glad to get him booked in. We're glad to have him on the team. So it all worked out for our man Ezekiel Elliott. That's 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 the big headline. And I don't know a lot about football, so I'm going to turn this right over to you guys to figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> well, he took a big gamble, too, because Ezekiel had the most to lose on this deal because he still had two years left on his contract. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if he tried to set out every game, it was going to cost him his paychecks. And Dallas didn't sign him. They'd save a lot of money. Now, Ezekiel Elliott was about the only chance they have of making a long run. If he's healthy and, happy and a good running back, it's about all the chance they've got to really make a deep run. But... Ezekiel took a big, you know, typically people would do this when they're going into their last year of a contract. Mm -hmm. But, like, if Dallas wanted to, they could have not paid him for two years, and then he's really putting himself at harm. So he took a big leap of faith, and and, uh, it ended up working out for him in the end big time. How old is he? How old is he? 25, probably. 24. Is he really? He's 24 years old. Oh, my gosh. And so this contract's going to go um, until he's 31. Depending on when his birthday is, right. <laughs> ninety million and fifty million of it being guaranteed. This is as, as we go into our where Jenny and I've been Sorry. having our sniffles and we can blow it up big time. And no one's listening it's anymore. It's fine. Yeah. No, 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 it's good. Listen. It's good. It's fine. So Ezekiel Elliott, yeah, uh, twenty-four years old. You said mm-hmm. ninety million dollars, fifty million guaranteed, which is huge in the NFL because not a lot of them are guaranteed. All right. Um, so Jenny, what was your second shot on this? Well, I I posted this again on my main Facebook page. We got 126,000 people on there. So all walks of life, all you know, some people sports fans, some people people are not. And the thing that stuck out to me the most was people saying, "This is absurd." that he would be making this much money. People were really frustrated by it and they were comparing his salary to other careers. They were saying, sure. you know, podcasters, they are not paid huh. enough. No, nobody right. said, nobody I agree. said that. I absolutely agree with this. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to go in this direction, but yes, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> but they were saying, you know, look at um, educators. Educators, is a, it's a common, mm-hmm. I, I see people complain about that. Look at what our educators do and then look at what football players do and why are they they paid like this and look at um, even just people working overnight construction jobs things like this and people were really upset about it and to that the response often was or, or I think about the response to this and it's like well if you want to be paid like no one's ever been paid then you do have to do something that's never been done it doesn't have to be football but um, but you know I mean it's like like news anchors some of them are paid really well we've got a few a few that are paid really well. By and large, your local news anchors, especially if you're in like a mid-sized city, they're not making much because guess what? A lot of people want to do it. And a lot of people are pretty good at it. And there's not a lot of eyeballs on it. 
as yeah. many eyeballs. Yeah, on there it. aren't as many eyeballs on it. So it's sort of like this is dictated by the market. So if you're complaining about like why am I not making any money at my job? Perhaps you're looking at your industry. Maybe you went to the industry that everybody else went into. And so if money is your thing, and it won't be for everybody, but if it's specifically money, if you're like looking at Ezekiel Elliott's money and and having mad. envy over it and getting mad. Well, then do something, get a skill, you know, apply yourself in a way that nobody's ever applied themselves before, and then you might bring home the bacon like he is. So that was sort of the the takeaway for people who are frustrated, and I think that even just having that mindset of thinking like, okay, well, you know what, I do an okay job, and I work nine to five, and I do my thing. Well, if you're doing that, it takes a different level of commitment in order to really get the, the big rewards, I think. I really love your second shot on this, and I and I love the fact that I mean th- this always pisses me off a lot when people try to go. They always go to comparing teachers to everything yep. and anything anybody makes. Now, I we have educators in our family, the whole nine yards, and and you know yeah, like half our family yeah. is teachers. <clears throat> but at the end and of the day, we do think they should get paid well. Yeah, but at the, at the end of the day, it's all about the market. Like like the schools, you know, it's like how do y'all suggest that those teachers make that kind of money? Everybody else in that town is broke because everybody would have to pay for it, right? I mean, that it's just a different market. And what I, what I think about is there's one little word that you said a while ago huh. that I think is the biggest takeaway for me and um, which I think is also one of the biggest issues in society that people have and where they go wrong, the, when, the word envy. I mean, it, a, envy means a feeling of discontented or resentful longing aroused by someone else's possessions qualities or luck i think that when people have envy in their heart toward others it's like the worst thing in the world you can do to yourself when you start looking at what others have what you don't have and all of these things that you go back to the biblical times of the the story after the story of how envy and greed were things that took people down you know, um, greed is, it's not, greed isn't something that just because you want to make a lot of money, you're greedy. No, it's when you're willing to stab people in the back and do wrong to others to get something, right? When it runs your life. And I think that the word envy and, and, and nowadays world with social media, people are allowed to have so much more visibility to everybody else's things that envy has grown. That, that the envy in people's heart has, has grown more and more because you're able to see what others have. And, and I think we always got to remember that not everybody has it the way it looks. Yeah, and, and what you and, and to your point about seeing what everybody has, you only we're only seeing the end result. We're not seeing him getting up at 4.30 in the morning. And I'm not trying to use him as if he should be some sort of big hero. You know, for some people he will be and for others he won't be. But I'm just giving, you know, this is our example for today. But you're not seeing the sacrifices that were made early on or the natural talent that had to be enriched or, you know, him waiting it out at home thinking, mm-hmm. well, maybe they won't take it. And then what? Mm-hmm. You know, because because he did take that risk. Um, I, I agree regarding envy. That's it's definitely only going to destroy you. Um so Jerry Jones spoke about this as he speaks about everything. Jerry Jones just, talking? You know, weird. No. It's so weird. I've never um, heard Jerry Jones who, talk. He was on um, CNBC saying, we're all overpaid if you really want to look at it that way for what he's done, how he's worked, how he's utilized his skills. He's in the marketplace of where we are in pro sports and pro football. So this is his industry and it's a private industry. You know what I mean? Like if you're mad about it, don't buy a ticket to a football game and don't buy a jersey and yep. don't buy anything, you know, licensed by the NFL and that will take away, you know, 20 bucks from the NFL. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, right, that's that's the bottom line is the reason why players and and people who work in the league and and this is any professional sports league, the reason why they're paid so much is because 
they take in that much. Mm -hmm. Like people want to go watch them play, and so they spend money. They buy merchandise. They buy tickets. They they do other things that support the team. So, yeah, you know, Heath, to your point, I, I've never had. I, I I've always kind of you know bristled a little bit when people try to compare apples and oranges or try to compare yeah. you know why isn't this person getting paid as much as this person well that person you know while you may not think it's fair that person does is generating that value for yeah. someone else so they see the value in paying them that much i agree i love for teachers to get paid a lot but there's thousands of teachers versus one ezekiel ezekiel yeah. elliott who's playing for a a company that makes a ton of money, so that's the way it goes. And, and understand, it's just two totally different. And he's right, totally and different he, thing. He's risking his health for the. This is not like oh. a low risk job. Like, like he's I mean, likely done at the. Yes. Like by the time he's thirty, he's probably his career is probably over. And how many people with mental illness and stuff? I mean, and, yeah. and and I think that if we can, if we all got out of that whole judging and the envy of what others have, what we don't have. And looking at, and it's hard sometimes, especially if you're in a darker spot or you're going through the rough spot in times. And when you when you take a look around and you see some other people having good fortunes, um, that's tough. It really is. That can really be a tough thing to do. But um, the word envy, I think, I think envy has gotten so much worse in our society because of social media. And I think that we would uh, all agree and understand that a lot of people, what they post out there and what they show is really not who they are, how happy they are, what they've really got. There's so many facades to it all that having envy in your heart toward others is going to do nothing but hold you back. It does nothing to them. And and I think that if we can get over the envy and just yeah. be happy for others, that it'll save you a lot of heartbreak. Well, and so so where and, and, and where did we get to the place where money was the only measurement? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like to say there are just so many measurements we don't know how how happy he is if happy i always assume kind of happiness is the goal right yeah. in general we're all but, but, but we've all got these different avenues of how we find it for some people that would be money for for some people they want their sundays off so that they can watch football yeah he doesn't he, get you it. know what i mean he doesn't get that so so for some people they want a guarantee of health they want eight hours of sleep yeah. i don't know they want to be able to have 10 kids um but uh but the but but the measurement of money gets kind of weird because for a lot of people that's not going to do it for them so it's certainly ill-advised to go chasing down that hole oh yeah if you think that that's going to be the thing because what if it's not i would just say to stop chasing down that hole stop going after and looking what everybody has get rid of the end but you know if anything pray pray if, if that's your thing to help with the envy that you may have toward others to focus on your own health your own happiness your own personal goals and taking really a direct shot at that into really growing your own happiness and not about what others have. We'll be back in a minute on third segment, the second shot. Now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Heath and Jenny still to come. Okay, we wanted to take a quick minute to tell you guys about a company called Energy Ogre. So Heath and I have been using this company for years to save money on our electricity. Uh, we've told you guys about it for, for months and months and months too. So basically what they do is they shop around your electricity and then they find the lowest option and then they manage it. So you know how if you notice your rates are going up, you might call around 
but but who really does that? So they do that for you. The deal is that it costs $10 a month, and if they can't save you anything, then they you get the $10 back. So for us, what we noticed is it cut our bill at least in half. So we're talking, we were upwards of 200, maybe a little more than $200 a month. Now we're down to 100, yes, even in the blazing summers here in the Dallas area of Texas. So it's energyogre.com. So here's ogre. It's O-G-R-E, so E-N-E-R-G-Y-O-G-R-E.com. And they actually give us a deal for Second Shot listeners. So if you would like to use it, the discount code is Second Shot. So you can try it for free and see how it works. Again, it's really not a risk because if you get on there and they can't save you any money, then they don't charge you anything and you'll get to try it out for free with the code Second Shot. Kick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot on RNCN. So the most interesting, that you, you, y'all should have saw the complete mess that Jenny and I had on our road tripping this past week on um, uh, on Labor Day. We Where'd went you down, go? We went down to East Texas out to see my family. Yep. And um, on the way back, you know, what? It's a small crossover SUV that that you even with one kid, it's like you're almost packed to the brim with when yeah. when you got to take one kid somewhere. But the funny thing is, on the way back, you know, Brighton has been out at Gigi and Pops, playing hard all day, so she's wore out, gripey, on a she's wore out, gripey, gripey, gripey <laughs> on a two hour ride back. Okay? Hashtag now, wore out. Hashtag gripey. Hashtag now the most important hashtag Gigi Pop. <laughs> <laughs> the hashtag mo- country. The most important. What's up, you? The most important thing was, I had my fantasy football draft. Oh yeah. That was going to oh, be yeah. starting right during our drive back. So, I had Jenny pull up my iPad, sit there and have it up, going through it. I'm driving, and she's got okay. Your picks up. Here's these players and going through it all. And we got Brighton screaming in the background, going. It was kind of fun. Nack. Knacks. She wanted a knack. She ate twenty seven thousand knacks. Really? Yeah. Um, yes, I did think it was a little bit fun to be like on deadline for yeah. the fantasy and have it come up oh, and yeah. be reading it off. I felt like I was producing a segment. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so I'm. You know, it was kind of fun. That so, last minute panic really slides you back into. Like, it the really newsroom, slid me it? back yeah, into like, local yeah, news. Here I am. Somebody screaming back yes, here. Yeah. Somebody yelling at me. People throwing <laughs> right. things. Yeah. Yep. Um, it really. So you can go check out the Second Shot <laughs> Facebook group, and you can go see the picture of Jenny like in a, an intense trance, like at the iPad, giving me all the stuff that I need sure. in order to make the right call for a perfect draft. Right? How'd you do? Um, it was a pretty good. I think it was yeah. pretty. I mean, we'll always find out at the end of the season how I did, right? Really, sure. you know. I mean, that'll be the biggest. We'll, feel good though. Yeah, yeah, I feel good. I feel right. good, especially driving and 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 you know, Jenny was doing great. She was going through it all, telling me all, but I was trying to retain all the info. It was fun. Uh, made a different deal. No, so for all the new listeners on the third segment, we will typically take listener emails or different listener posts in in the Second Shot Facebook group. I'm shaming you right now if you have if you've listened to this over and over, and there's a lot that have not left a rating we see, or review. like there are thousands of you each week that listen yeah and we yeah. know you're there and we appreciate you being there yeah but just go leave a rating review share it <laughs> with somebody that's all we <laughs> ask do don't more. don't stop listening yeah. because you haven't left a review that's just right. leave a review and then continue to listen in peace if you have any headlines or anything you would like a second shot on go to the second shot facebook group or go to second at gmail.com 
Um, and then on the third segment, typically we'll take any listener emails, questions, maybe posts from the Second Shot Facebook group or different events coming up we want to remind you of and um, a question of the week that Jenny's got started here recently. So giving you the rundown, but we do appreciate you guys being on. And I think you had a, what, um, a couple of reviews and an event you wanted to bring up. Yes. So the event and I, and I, gosh, I hate that we're talking about Dallas stuff. And I know so many of you are not in Dallas, but maybe one of these days you'll come to Dallas for one of our big events. So this one is called the powerhouse panel. And I just think it's super in line with the mission of second shot. Uh, this one is ladies only. And it oh, is, oh, I know that's sorry guys. <laughs> I'm sorry, filing guys. a complaint. Filing a complaint. Oh, Go ahead. Most of the All show right. is not a that's sexism. The... All right, let's go ahead. All y'all, <laughs> powerhouse people. Hashtag I'm go- griper. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go pout in the corner and just show my envy okay. from from the corner. As I was saying, yes. powerhouse panel impact and influence a real candid conversation about what it takes to be a successful entrepreneur in a modern world. So I'm doing the interviewing, and I'm personally super excited to hear from these ladies so tiffany hendra who's been a guest on this show before many episodes back kathy fielder who you guys have probably seen she does um home shopping network home design stuff incredibly successful home business she's the one who's actually organizing it it's her dallas location she's in dallas and new orleans and all over the country um uh, gosh a, a ton of different Ladies, Gina Grant, who has a media company, Amber LaFrance, who has Culture Hype, uh, the creator of StyleCon. So, uh, female founders, female op- entrepreneurs, and I am going to, you know, get to the bottom of, you know, how they did it. So, yeah. anybody can go? Any anybody women? Can, any, any women can come. I mean, you guys, you guys can come too if you want to. If you, Wait, really? Yeah, if you guys will, like, record it for us or help okay. us out or take pictures. Oh, I got it. I got to work. Yeah, if you I want to be a worker, I have wow. to volunteer. Wow. to go. All right. <clears throat> so, it's yeah. um, Saturday, September 14th, 10 to noon. All the info is on my Instagram page in the link in bio section. Thank you to everybody who has been leaving reviews. That does sound super cool. So we'll read a couple of good ones from Wes White. He said, this podcast is amazing. Jenny and Heath are two of the best in the business. Wes, we love you. He says, I love hearing their opinions on stuff. Keep up the phenomenal work. And then Joan said, second shot is my absolute favorite podcast. It's informative, spontaneous, creative, and on point. Jenny and Heath's perspective on every topic intrigues me. I look forward to listening to their podcast every week. Joan, thank you. And Joan happens to be our neighbor. (laughs) And I will tell you, Joan is a grandmother. And Joan got on and she figured out her review. So to my friends who are like, you know, in their 20s and 30s and can't figure out how to leave a review, Joan did it. Gotcha. You can it's do true. it too. Yes. So thank you to Joan, and she worked really hard to get that up there. So awesome. aw, thanks, Joan and Wes. Now you have your question of the week, the right? Question of the week of the week is this. And you always put these in the Facebook group for everybody to to do theirs with, right? Yes, and I love because on Labor Day I was delayed on getting it up, and someone got in there and reminded me, and so I like that because you guys are just getting involved. Yeah, in the I love question it. Of the week. I love it. Yeah. Wow. So it makes it fun. Thanks. Um. Our question is, what was your childhood dream job? Like maybe, you know, in kindergarten, first grade, or, you know, or fifth grade. What can you remember gr- Growing first? up, what can, what can you remember wanting to do? What about you, Zach? I wanted to be an astronaut when I grew up. Yeah. Ooh. And then in like, I think it was 1999, the movie Armageddon came out. Yeah. With Bruce Willis. <laughs> and for some reason, my parents took me to see that. I don't think that they knew. And I was so scared of space. I was like, oh my God, please no. And then I wanted to be a chef. That's yeah. what I wanted oh, to do. Oh, yeah. so do you cook now? Mm, yeah, I do actually. 
Not, but probably not as much as I should, but uh, yeah, I'm stepping on my cooking game. Yeah. I can make a mean bowl of ramen noodles. Let me tell you. Oh, yeah. oh wow. I got tricks. It's not just, okay, hold on. I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't just buy the 24 cent ramen there. or whatever. Yeah. I'm telling you, you, you go to like, wow. like little, little Japan out in Carrollton okay, so and you getting... get like some good stuff and you get some kimchi and a little bit of, oh yeah, I got a whole thing. Uh, but yeah, that, that's, that's me. Matt, how about you? What'd you want to be? Um, the only job I ever remember ever wanting to be, and this was from when I was a kid all the way through high school, was I wanted to be an archaeologist because I was obsessed with Indiana Jones. Uh-huh. I was I wanted to be either that or a paleontologist. I wanted to dig up dinosaur bones. I wanted to be out doing that stuff. I went on a few like I don't know. I guess you'd say practice digs, and uh, I enjoyed it. But um, I also realized that it was very hard to make a living doing that. <laughs> So right. I got it. So I got into radio, which was not a very smart. That was more of a lateral move, I think, is, than anything. But um, yeah, I still, I still watch those shows on Discovery or whatever. And I'm like, gosh, I, re- I wish I could be out there digging through some sort of ruin or digging things up. Like that'd be so much fun. But yeah, like there are only so many more dinosaurs left to find. Uh, well, yeah, thinking, I, like, I guess. Well, yeah, I guess it will, it will run out eventually. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure. I, I don't think, know if we've hit peak dinosaur yet. Maybe I, we have. Or, I think between Indiana Jones and Jurassic Park coming out and like. Ten years of each other, or yeah, something yeah. like Steven Spielberg really flooded the market oh, for archaeologists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It hit me hard. there were a ton of kids yeah. that wanted to do that. Yeah, it blew the whole thing up. You know what's funny is when I'm trying to think. I've got two because I can't think of which wait, one was can first. I, can I guess one? Okay, race car driver. Close. Oh wait, um, okay. motor. Or wait, what's the what's the bike? Yeah, the you motocross. Right. motocross. Motocross racer. <laughs> yeah, motor- I think that's still kind of his dream job. Yeah. Metal. My, well, there's two because I can't remember which one was really first. I just remember both of them being so relevant of what I was like being a Power Ranger or a motocross racer was like my dream. <laughs> right. Yes, Power Ranger's not Listen. like a job. I didn't know that. <laughs> yes, I didn't it know is. that. Sorry. I did not realize that. I didn't know that it wasn't a job. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I had a Power Ranger suit that I literally wore to school. Which Ranger were you? That's the red. red. Of course, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Nobody's going to be Green Ranger. Who yeah. cares? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Green Ranger was cool. Green that Ranger was just, was cool. The, the red was first, though. He was like the first, you know, whatever. So sure. a Power Ranger or motocross racer, like. Like, if I could have been a motocross racer sponsored by the Power Rangers, would have been epic. Oh, now, did wow. you want to be, like, a... Did you want to be on the TV show Power Rangers, or did you want to, like, literally be a Power Ranger fighting... No, I don't know if real. I knew the difference. Oh, right. <laughs> Probably literally I, be... I don't know if I fully realized whether or not what yeah. it was. I just yeah. knew I wanted to be a Power Ranger. Yeah. Getting your mega so over to do that. <laughs> Fight cosmic aliens. Yeah. 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 What about Rita you? Repulsa. Um... For just a second, though, I think it's interesting that, because uh, I always like to pull something out of what we're talking yeah, about. hold on now. It's interesting that because we are o- we only know what we know, we only know what we're exposed to, and it just so- shows how important it is to expose children to different mm. careers and different career fields, because well, because Heath only knew of a Power Ranger. Yeah, that's what I wanted. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, the, the career fairs and stuff like that, if you get invited to speak at one, how important that is. Because we really only know. It's like, oh, a teacher. Because we go to school, so we see that there's a teacher or whatever our parents did or whatever our parents' yeah. friends were. So, anyway, um, I wanted to be a professional ballerina. And then I only grew up to be 5'2". <laughs> You got to be tall. That dream, that dream I didn't is know over. That. You have to be tall to be a ballerina. Yes, really? five six. In fact, I went to an incredibly intense and serious ballet school growing up. Yeah, and they would measure your wrists and bones to find out. And this was young. I want to say my parents will correct me, but I want to say at like age eight or nine to find out how tall you were going to be. And then they really invested in the young ladies who 
had bone structures oh that indicated God. they oh, would be that's tall. Intense. Can you imagine? I don't recommend this. I would never advise be tough. sending yeah. a child through something Brent like this. No. I would not put Breton through this. No, because I, I, I don't like the association of your physical being being associated with your potential success in something. Yeah. But um, but that's the way it was. I and I um, requested that people call me Serena. Because it rhymed with ballerina. Oh, that's great. I almost started calling you Serena. So soon after that, I wanted to become a news anchor because I think I I, like the writing was on the wall. You're not putting me in the front. You're not putting me in the center. No one's sending me to New York. I'm short (laughs) and very much not built like a ballerina. So, um, So that was it for me. And then I set my sights on news. So go to the Second Shot Facebook group and you will see the question Jenny will post and tell us what you wanted to be as a kid. What was your childhood dream? And, and, and you know, if you were close to the Power Rangers, then you would be on my level, which would be epic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but where can they find you at? JennyAnchando.com on Instagram, Instagram.com slash JennyAnchando. That's where the info is about the panel. And I post all the Dallas events that I do on that page as well. At AppleZackintosh on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash group slash second shot. What would you do for a chicken sandwich? And did Ezekiel <laughs> make too much money? I don't think so. Uh, let that. us know on the page. Uh, you can find me, Matt Stoker1, on Instagram as well as on the Second Shot Facebook group where I post the new episode each week. Throw a like on that post. It makes me feel so good when I see a, someone liked my post, even though I know you're just liking the show. <laughs> Whatever. I, I take like it for my it. own. And he talks at Ignorance on Fire on Instagram or Twitter or any of those places. I love you and see you next time. Bye. Thank you.